today is kind of a different day for us. We wanted to be led by the Spirit of the Lord, and we felt like He was asking us to take a pause in our lives together as a family. So today we've come into the sanctuary to worship the living God. We've come from different places, believing in the Holy One of Israel, knowing that He will meet with His people when they search for Him. Jesus told us, no matter what, to seek His kingdom first. With all that we are. So today we come to seek God. As Isaiah reminds us. While he still may be found. We come believing what Jesus has said. That when two or more are gathered in his name. He is there among them. The Lord is here. As your pastor I need to state the obvious to you. This has been a difficult week. For a lot of people. This information comes from not any news source, but from talking with many of you who are sitting here today. There are many who are hurting today. There are many who are frightened. There are many who long for the Lord to meet them in their pain. Some because of the reality of living in a deeply broken nation. Some because of personal circumstances in their lives. Some because those whom they love are suffering. So we've gathered this morning to seek God in his fullness. To acknowledge our pain, whatever that pain is, by laying it at the feet of Jesus. The sanctuary is always a place where we bring our pain. Where we bring our needs. We believe that this is a safe place. A refuge from the world. It's a place where we're allowed to feel whatever is in our heart, whatever is in our heart, without the fear of judgment from anyone present. This is a place of mercy where God does important work. In the body of Christ, there are people from all walks of life, from all cultures, experiences, and backgrounds. We're bound, though, by the same spirit as one family. While we still live as temporary citizens in this nation, People sitting right next to you might have different political outlooks. They may have voted for a different person that you would never dream of voting for. Yet here we are. Brothers and sisters, united by the blood of Jesus and united in relationships that have spanned years of walking together in his spirit and serving him. We are not nameless people who cannot listen and understand one another. We are family. This is not a divisive place. It is a place where we acknowledge that we are all growing by the grace of God. It is a place where we are his children before we are anything else. Accountable to him in love and truth. So what do we do with our differences so they don't divide us in a way that break our relationship? We begin by coming to the Lord to lay out our thoughts and our feelings to him. We kneel at the altar of God, coming before him with all that we are, trusting that he understands our lament, our anger, the places where we are glad or relieved, the weariness of the whole process of the world. 
We ask him to show us where we go from here. We ask him to meet us in all that we're experiencing. While we certainly don't put our ultimate trust in those who lead, we don't stop praying. Just because the election is over, we continue to pray for our nation and for our world. We see that there are deep divisions. And so we ask God that we would be helped in bridging those divisions instead of making them wider. We keep asking God for guidance in the places where we might be most useful as his followers. We come in humility asking God to show us places where we might truly hear him speak, where he might truly use us in the world, in our places of work, in our families, out on the street. I had a checker in the grocery store crying with me this week. The checker, I don't even know her. What deep hurts have you brought to the sanctuary today? We're choosing a different rhythm this morning because it seemed right to pause, to take a breath, to seek the Lord in all the ways that the world is wearying our very souls. There are many personal issues that we face as people, and this is time to lay those things out as well. We carry so many burdens. Jesus has said he wants to take them from us. He wants to carry them so that our burden might be light. But every day we wake up and sometimes we just take the same sack and just carry it around with us wherever we go. Daily we're facing disease and death and suffering and broken relationships Addiction and children and grandchildren who are in hard places. Financial situations we don't know how we're going to get out of. And we're working so hard. Working so hard to keep it all together. Sin and uncertainty are so much part of the package of this life. And it tears at our souls and causes us deep heartbreak. This is the place where the Spirit of the Lord will meet you. Whatever hurt you have, whatever hurt you have come in with, this is the time for you to talk to the Lord about it. Wherever you are in your walk with him and your faith, whether you're longing for healing, whether you're not really ready to go there yet, we come into the sanctuary just needing his presence. And then he meets us in powerful life-giving ways. That's my only goal today. That's my only agenda. I just come as your pastor because I love you. And because I want all of us to just spend a little bit of time with the Lord. No matter what we believe about anything else outside of these walls. To find solace and unity in him. One of the most beautiful things that the church does is to pray with one another, to anoint one another with oil. James calls those who are sick to come and be anointed, to ask the Lord for healing. He means those who are physically ill, but he also means those who are defeated by the difficulty of life in this world. We ask for prayer and we ask for anointing 
trusting that God's spirit will bring his spirit to our bodies and to our souls. That he will meet us exactly where we are, not expecting us to be any different place. And that he will bring healing in his life in us. Anointing is a biblical practice for soothing, for cleansing from sin, for healing, for setting apart. We practice this every week as a symbolic way of asking for the Lord's presence. And we will do that again today. Hear some words from Psalm 34. The Lord's eyes watch the righteous. His ears listen to their cries for help. But the Lord's face is set against those who do evil to eliminate even the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry out, the Lord listens. He delivers them from their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He saves those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous have many problems, but the Lord delivers them from every one. He protects all of their bones. Not even one will be broken. But just one problem will kill the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be held responsible. The Lord saves his servants' lives. All those who take refuge in him.